Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Black Women. It's our finale. It's our two-part finale. I can't believe the season is already over. It's kind of ridiculous that we're at this moment in time. But you know what is not ridiculous? What I'm so excited about is our first ever guest on Two Black Women, my literal favorite human being (laughs) in the whole entire world it is baz ma the creator the beautiful mind behind black girl feels so she's here with us today hi you're too kind (laughs) you got a black girl blushing (laughs) okay you know what i wish you guys could see what she's wearing right now because this girl is actually on fire like she's killing it in the corporate game she's killing it on instagram she's killing it like she's dressed to kill it's okay oh the rest gosh. of us don't want to survive we're all just here dying <laughs> out too here. much i can't <laughs> so i want y'all you to introduce yourself and if you don't give yourself enough credit i will i will give you all oh the credit gosh. i don't know what to say hey everyone <laughs> my name is basma um Busma if you're from Somalia yes. <laughs> you know um and I don't know what else to say about myself so <laughs> um I'm an articling student uh you know I work on Bay Street um I you know created Black Girl Feels uh and I'm really boring, honestly. Like, otherwise, I'm really boring. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is such a lie. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Black Girl Feels. Everybody wants to know about it. If you aren't following it, just pause this podcast. Just one, two quick pause. Go to Instagram, type in Black Girl Feels, and, and yeah, do what you got to do. And then, like, all of the posts. All, all the posts. All of them. So tell us about Black Girl Feels. Tell us why you created it what's it about tell us tell us everything okay so black girl feels um is meant to be a space a platform for black women and girls um to talk about mental health to talk about self-care um to talk about their suffering and their our shared suffering um and the reason why i created it was um i've dealt with mental health issues long before i could even you know even had a vocabulary to explain what what I was feeling so um and I never really had a community to kind of share it with uh you know coming from you know a Somali household it's not really understood mental illness mental health is not really understood properly you're just told to kind of pray it off you know like that's not the truth (laughs) you know um it's kind of brushed you know it it has to do with education at the end of the day like it's no fault of you know my parents or anyone um but I just I felt kind of isolated alone I didn't really know who to talk to um and I realized that a lot of other black women kind of felt the same way um and there's a lot of uh, mental health issues that are specific to us um, so I just wanted to create a space, a community that we could talk about things in a, in a, you know, it doesn't have to be a doom and gloom kind of way either. It could be fun. You know, if you go to Black Girl Feels Instagram page, like, there's a lot of fun there. There's a lot of serious, you know, topics that are discussed, but I just wanted it to be a self-care platform for us to be us, you know? So, yeah. And honestly, it is. I... Even if I didn't know you and love you, I would follow Black Girl Feels because it's honestly just 
it comes on your Instagram feed, like you're going through it and you're looking at some of the stuff, like some mm-hmm. of it's toxic, some mm-hmm. of it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and then you get to a black girl's field post. Mm-hmm. And you cannot do anything but just stop, take that time to just reflect and think about yourself. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you said that I honestly um, changed the mental health game for me was mm-hmm not having the words to explain what you were suffering with. Mm-hmm. So people don't really know, like, think about it, but this mm-hmm. whole conversation about mental health has only become mainstream in the past five, six years. Yes. Mm-hmm. But before that, we didn't have the words mm-hmm. to vocalize it. So how did words help you, and how are you using those words yeah. to help others? Because like, you are. Yeah. If you, like, I know you just went, I went to go follow Black Girl Heels, but <laughs> if every single word that you speak mm-hmm. somehow touches me, and I'm like, whoa. Oh, so, oh my God. <laughs> you're too kind so basically honestly I didn't really have um, again a vocabulary to express what I was feeling until maybe my first year of law school because that's where I really I think I suffered the most I was away from my family for the first time in my life Woo, getting emotional over here sorry (laughs) for the first time in my life um, obviously if anyone has ever done any legal education it's not the easiest (laughs) um the environment can be very toxic the people can be very toxic um just the way you're graded is very toxic and I also had no friends really when I first started law school um so uh I mean I did but like you know like my my childhood friends were not with me so it was a little difficult um and I remember we had a session specifically for black women um led by the black law students association where we just talked about self-care and i didn't know what self-care meant you know yeah at my big age of 24 at the time i didn't know what self-care meant. i'm like what you take care of yourself i never knew like that's a thing that's something we gotta do <laughs> you know um and you know from there um i kind of explored we got resources um and I kind of explored like what exactly I was feeling and I started putting names to things. I still couldn't obviously afford a, a therapist at the time, um, but I started being a lot more introspective and just being in that space with just black women. We're just talking about how we feel. I'm like, there needs to be more of this. And that was being echoed a lot in the room. Like we need to do more of this. So I was like, okay, let's take this. And let's, you know, expand it. I want this, I want every black woman to be part of it. No matter where you are in the world, Alaska, Somalia. (laughs) Are there black people in Alaska? If you're listening, can you can you let us know are there black people there? Actually, if there's a black person in Alaska, we want to know you, girlfriend. We want to message me. Please reach out. We'll send you a hair package. Anything you want, just let us know you are there. You know, so I that's really why like that was my you know motivation for creating something that and obviously there are other spaces like that, especially in Toronto. Shout out to Toronto. Big up. There's a lot of other um, initiatives that are geared towards black women um, and I think more largely women of color too but I specifically want to talk about black women because our struggles are different Um, we can't really coat you know everything with the same brush so um, I'm just here for black women I don't know I'm just here for black women I don't know like I just don't want us to suffer so let's go you know and on, on, on top of that I know anxiety and depression are the more common ones that we talk about but I I think it's really important to talk about other types of mental illness like bipolar um 
you know, schizophrenia, things like that that are even more taboo still to talk about because anxiety and depression, we're kind of moving away from the stigma because it's a lot more easier to understand. But black women, black people, people in general suffer from those illnesses as well. And they're even more stigmatized, especially in our communities. Again, coming from a religious background, um, they could be no. seen as, you know, possession or, you know, you're, you need to be, I don't know, what's the, what's the my exercise or what, yes. you know what I mean? Like whatever the, uh, you're not reading your Bible You're not enough. reading your, yeah. You're not no, reading the Quran enough. Yeah, you're not spending time with God. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, no, I just, mm-hmm. things are just not, things are just not, you know, sometimes your brain chemistry is off. That's okay. <laughs> not everyone's brain chemistry is, you know. The way it's quote unquote supposed to be, and th- even that's a debate that has to be had. Like, what is the right brain chemistry? You know, according to who. But anyways, we're getting we're doing a lot right now. So let's not. If you want more, if you want more information, come talk to me personally. We can have some great conversations. But I do want to talk more broad. Like that's part of my mission too. I don't want to just talk about anxiety and depression. I want to talk about anything that could potentially, you know, that impact us. So yeah. So, okay, like, do you guys see why I love her? Like, I should just leave. Like, you don't actually need me for this episode. But the one thing that you said, I do have another question that I do want to ask, Mm -hmm. but the one thing that you did say was that um, there are some mental health stuff that is only unique to black women Mm -hmm. and black people, but specifically black women. Mm -hmm. And I, for me specifically, having those conversations with people um i as you guys know i have a black therapist Mm -hmm. and like having that space to talk to black women Mm -hmm. has been so important Mm -hmm. and not even before i had my therapist like it was it was basma i had some other people in Mm -hmm. law school who black women who helped me through Mm -hmm. like if basma tells you stories you're like i'm not listening to her podcast no more (laughs) but no like seriously Mm -hmm. i i remember this summer talking to some of the black women from law school who helped me through my time of being like I wouldn't have survived Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for you so Mm -hmm. for me I'll share a little bit about after you've spoken about Mm -hmm. how important black women have been in this journey Mm -hmm. for me it's been imperative Mm -hmm. I don't think I I don't think I'd be where I am without it but how are you seeing even with black girl feels like this sisterhood being like grown Mm -hmm. and like how important it is to have each other Mm -hmm. honestly black women who where do i start like it's really like all i've had my whole life like my mother has been everything to me and i i think we need to break away from like there are formal therapists but there have been like you said other people in your life and other forms of therapy whether it be community even this is therapeutic you know just just talking you know um but my sister and my mother have always been very I guess uh intimately tied to my mental health issues they've always been able to communicate with me and kind of you know I've been I've tried to communicate with them as well so that's been therapeutic my friends woo, y'all are I don't know like just just being in your presence is often therapeutic you know just that sisterhood and knowing that there are certain things that men will never understand black men will never understand but that we understand like being at the intersections that we are there's just certain things that impact us and as a result impact our mental health um whether it be at the workplace at school walking down the street you know like it could be anywhere you know and just not having to 
to we speak each other's language like we're not having to explain yourself like that labor of explaining yourself is oh it's it could be a lot especially when it's not being received or understood that's um it's that in itself could be a lot of the times like invalidating so with black women in my experience thankfully we've just like understood each other we just could you know it just rolls off the tongue so and I and I see that even in the comments and black girl feels in the Instagram comments like I see people like uplifting each other and you know building that sisterhood and I'm just like this is what we need more of because at the end of the day no one's going to understand us like we do you know um so yeah that's what black that's what black women mean to me they mean everything to me they really do they mean absolutely everything to me from birth literal (laughs) birth till now you know till forever so yeah so it's now story time (laughs) so i'm gonna tell you guys something a little bit more personal so basma had this event (laughs) okay so let me go back 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 so now you guys know I didn't tell you what school I used to go to, but I am in law school. It's kind of crazy. I know I did tell them, but I kind of wanted to keep it separate. But um, so I was in law school. I went through my first year of law school, and I'm not trying to discourage anybody who wants to go to law school. Please go. We need more black female lawyers, but it's a different type of struggle. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, you're graded against each other, so mm-hmm. everyone's your competition. Mm-hmm. You're People are telling people are lying, straight out mm-hmm. lying about readings. Mm-hmm. Exams are hundred percent, all of that stuff. So I went throughout first year law school, kind of feeling like I was on my own. I had so many beautiful people around me, but I was just so bogged down. Like I was just going through so much mentally, emotionally, spiritually that I just couldn't get out of it. So then Basma had this event, okay? <laughs> Basma had an event. Oh, I'm God. not gonna say what it was. <laughs> y'all are all go come for me, but maybe it was a birthday maybe 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 it was a birthday <laughs> and I was like okay I'm not coming I'm not in the right mindset whatever I'm but then I was like it's Basma I have to come like mm. straight up okay so I'm there we're having the best time and then we have this mutual friend who literally she's another black woman she she will be on this podcast eventually and you'll know exactly who she is when she starts <laughs> speaking and she kept asking me if I was okay not once not twice not three times she just kept asking And that was it for me. I can't even explain what happened next, but I just... Everything I had carried just came out. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, first of all, I was like, I love these people. These people are amazing. Like, this is is an event. Like, this might be a birthday. Mm." (laughs) And I was just like, in so like... First of all, I didn't know I was carrying so much until I was in the presence of these black women who had gone before me. It was like the most safe space I had ever felt. And then when I broke apart, it was literally like everyone was there just to lift me up. And so what the, the reason I'm telling this story is like when you read Black Girl Feels, there's a lot of people just doing stuff on Instagram. There's a lot of people just um, just like doing things which is great but like I can't explain when Basma told me she was doing black girl fields I was like of course you are (laughs) because I don't know somebody else who could create such a beautiful space a platform like I'm sitting in her presence but you can still even feel it on your Instagram that like you make this safe space that like people can just be a hundred percent themselves I promise I'll never cry at another one of your (laughs) events ever again but just I just I don't know how you do it I don't know how you do it, but you just always create this space of, like, sisterhood, of this, like, 
unconditional love and people feel safe around you oh and like, my god so story time is over <laughs> y'all exposing myself on podcast oh that's so nice but um who like i know it's just who you are but like how do you feel like who taught you like, <laughs> like how have you been able to foster this space of caring for people while also having to take that space because mm-hmm. let's just be honest boundaries are also super super important and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that next mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. how have you been able to create these spaces without letting it over mm-hmm. like overcome you because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people find you their safe mm-hmm. refuge and mm-hmm. you've created this safe refuge mm-hmm. so how have you created it how are you maintaining yeah. it all of that stuff <laughs> Well, you know what? Like, when I was in elementary school, I had, like, no friends. <laughs> so I know what it's like to, like, not have friends and to be bullied and to, like, not be understood. Like, and that's why, I, like, I make it a point to always try to, like, you know, make people feel warm and, like, welcome. Because I know what it's like to be on the other side. Um, so I've always, like, I guess it's not really intentional, but, like, I really try to, like, fo- like bring my, fr- even just with my friends, like, bring them together or when we're at school you know bring people together and just joke and just have a good time yo life is for living eh like at the end of the day like why are we stressed but as I stress over (laughs) but you know like I just I try like I I don't intentionally try but I want to make everyone feel comfortable because I know everyone's fighting demons whatever whatever it is I know everyone's going through something so why not you know, why not go through it together at least, you know, and like laugh while doing it, you know? Um, but I do, I do, I think personally, I haven't mastered the art of like setting up those boundaries. Like sometimes it can be very overwhelming. I am an empath by nature. I feel, literally feel people's emotions. Yeah. Um, and so it could be draining at some times, like, cause I carry people's problems with me. Even when they're done talking, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still trying to figure out ways to, like, solve it. You know, that's just, like, my nature. So I haven't honestly, like, mastered the art of not being drained by that. But maybe you can teach me a thing or two, you know? Like, I don't know. Oh but honestly, I don't know if you're good at that either. So I don't know. I'm, you know? Yeah, like, I'm mm-hmm. a really big empathetic person. And, mm-hmm. like, talking to my therapist, the one thing, like, ever since I met her the first time, she's like, boundaries. You mm-hmm. don't own them. You I don't know them. I don't know. You don't know what they are. You've never mm-hmm. seen them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I feel like this isn't solely a problem of me or from mm-hmm. Basma. It's mm-hmm. also a a thing that we grow up with. I know my mom too. I love her. And I know so many black women who will literally pour themselves out for their community, for Mm -hmm. their children. Like they will sacrifice themselves for other people. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a selfless thing, but it can also be very harmful. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned about boundaries is, or at least now the way I'm seeing boundaries is I'm not setting up boundaries to block people out. Mm -hmm. I'm setting up boundaries so that I can at least preserve myself so Mm -hmm. that I can be there for longer mm-hmm. so that I can mm-hmm. help you for longer but if I just give everything I have all at one time mm-hmm. I'm gonna have nothing left for me and That's I'm gonna true. be a shell of a person and have nothing mm-hmm. else to give yeah so me don't <laughs> ask me advice about boundaries <laughs> because I'm still working on it but mm-hmm. I did really want to bring out boundaries because there is this book called boundaries which I think you all should read I don't know who the mm-hmm. author is but I will definitely post it um and it's just a conversation about how we allow people to be in our spaces, Mm -hmm. how we allow people to just, it's mental, it's physical, it's physiological, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's spiritual and it's emotional. There are so many ways that you can allow people in 
Um, and if you don't set up the right boundaries, you're just giving way too much of yourself. And then that's how you kind of end up. And for me, this is a huge thing. Looking in the mirror and not being able to recognize myself. Mm-hmm. I think those are the mm-hmm. scariest times of my life where mm-hmm. I looked in a mirror and I'm looking at this person in the mirror and I don't know who she is. That's terrifying. It's terrifying because mm-hmm. I'm tired. I've given all of myself. And, and then I'm just at this point. But the one thing that has been pivotal for me mm-hmm. and pivotal, I think, for everyone mm-hmm. is self-care. Yes. Self-care. Self-care. So Very important. The funnest thing, <laughs> my favorite things about Black Girl Feels is actually your story posts. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so, okay, maybe you should explain them. But, like, okay, I can just tell you that I love them. I love answering them, and I like reading them. So tell them about your story posts. Okay, so I do... Are you just talking about specifically about the takeovers or, like, all of any of oh, them? Oh, I haven't... We haven't got to... Okay, oh. <laughs> share it all. The takeovers are also super dope. Okay, yeah. everything. So, you know, okay, like, I use the stories and the, the feed itself just to, like, put out, like, encouraging messages. And I think part of the mission of Black Girl Feels is to show people that self-care looks a million and one ways. It doesn't look like a bougie, you know, bubble bath and, like... $500 wine and you know like but if you it got could, it I mean well girl send if me you a got gift card like if you got it you know share you know it's a sisterhood <laughs> um I mean it could be that but it could also be like you said setting up boundaries it could be I turn off my phone at 9pm every day cause I don't want to talk to anyone it could be um I'm drinking more water today cause I need to take care it's literally taking care of yourself the way you think you should take care of yourself. So self-care can mean a lot of different things. And that's part of the reason why I do the takeovers, um, which I honestly, if y'all want to volunteer to do a takeover, like, let me know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using your podcast to recruit. Please recruit. Please recruit. I uh, no, you need, to, you need to do one too. I'll do one. I'll do one. I'll do one. The point of those are just to show that self-care looks different. Um, for everyone, I did one myself, and a big part of that was friendship and was prayer. Um, you know, as a religious person, I'm Muslim. I don't know if I mentioned that already on the podcast, um, but my five times a day prayer uh, is is very important to me. It's the way. It's kind of like a meditation moment. Maybe some people would like to call it that, um, where I get to connect with my Creator, and that's been very important to me. Um, and you know, sometimes it's very difficult to do that, but for my self-care, I try to prioritize it. Um, so self-care could look so different no matter where you are. It could be anything. It doesn't have, you don't have to buy something for it to be self-care. You don't have to go on a shopping spree. But again, if you, if you have it, please share it because I like Zara. Zara gift cards. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this, the feed and the stories are really for like, just like uplifting messages and, um, just reminders of our worth. Cause we tend, the world makes us forget. The world tells us a lot that we're not worth much. Um, so it's just in and of itself, that's, that, that harms our mental health. So this is just, um, you know, just a, a response to that, the shittiness of the world. So <laughs> excuse my language. <laughs> So, okay, so we're going to go on to a different topic, but I do want to give, like, okay, five top self-care mental health tips. Like, if you just have to think on top of your head, what is it? Okay, we'll do a spitfire. I'll do first, and then you can do So we'll do five each, okay? Okay. My number one would be 
create um, friends and family that you can be have honest conversations with. Yes. Say no when you can't do something or don't want to. You don't have to have a reason, so just say no. <laughs> Still okay. trying to learn that one. Um, second one would be drink water. Yes. Uh, Keep hydrated. And moisturize your skin. And, <laughs> and moisturize. Keep Listen, hydrated and moisturized. Yes. Um... Oh, exercise, I guess. It could be, you know, it could be little things, you know. It it could be running, but it could be dancing in your apartment. I know not everyone can afford a gym membership. Um, So any form of movement. Movement is good. So journaling. Mm -hmm. Write down your thoughts, your feelings. I feel like for me, um, when I realized that I was, when I was going over the cliff was when I actually started writing and reading back and I was like, okay, I need help. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, no, I'm in a good spot. But being able to, like, put that down on paper... Mm-hmm. Yes. You you can't lie to yourself on paper. Yeah. <laughs> or you can burn it yeah. and lie. But, like, once you just start writing out your mm-hmm. true thoughts, you get to see, like, what your, where your mm-hmm. mental state is really at. And on that point... Um, Alex L has a really good journal with like prompts because I don't know about you but I really struggled to like put my thoughts down on paper uh some people prefer like free writing I like like you know structured questions so you guys can check out Alex L's book you know at Alex underscore L this is a free plug for her girl pay me I know pay, pay her what you owe her I'm gonna let oh you have God. that extra word but Oh, we're doing five each? Yes. Days. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, okay. I have to I'm on my, Yeah, I'm on okay. my foot. Um, hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, this is tough. Yeah. It is. But, like, <laughs> it's true. Sometimes it is tough. Um, but the fourth one for me would be um, be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, definitely for me and a lot of, well, a lot of black women I know, we, 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 we're doing something we're on the go and we don't we know something's wrong but we're not honest with ourselves mm-hmm. and because we're not honest with ourselves we get into a spiral mm-hmm. but if you can just take once every week and just have a check in with yourself and mm-hmm. be like honestly where are we at mm-hmm. it will it will really give more perspective mm-hmm. um you know I hate to say this it sounds so corny but cut the toxic people loose <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> they need to like, no, honestly. You need to cut it. She's not even playing. Oh my no, it's um, you know, people even unintentionally can bring toxic energy into your life and just be cognizant of that and you know, I'm not just saying go cut off all your friends. No, like some, you know, you're also accountable to them and you have to respect them as well. I'm not saying cut off everyone. Maybe have a conversation to address it especially if they're lifelong friends and if not cut it you know so keep the good vibes around you hey mine would be <coughs> follow at black girl feels that's hey. my last one follow at black girl feels you need to follow it's oh. a it's a self-care thing what's my last one? Oh my god <laughs> um what's your favorite self-care thing to do that what's awesome. my favorite self-care thing to do you know what? I just I really like like listening to music, sitting and listening to music. That's a form of therapy to me. And Black Girl Feels has a lot of playlists. 
our black girl feels plugged Apple. again <laughs> on Apple Music I know I'm gonna come to Spotify eventually I just don't know when that's gonna happen but um all these people are listening on SoundCloud or Spotify <laughs> okay. no one's on Apple Music well. <laughs> if y'all wanna switch over to Apple Music <laughs> listen I'm gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna make our way over to Spotify soon so I'm holding her did you guys hear it it's a promise <laughs> yes it's a promise look it up so everyone, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun being here, Simi. Like honestly, this was a blast. Um, I know we talked about some, you know, some deep, some heavy things. Um, but I really hope that Black Girl Feels can be a community for you guys to, you know, come together and just talk about whatever you want. Um, you're not alone in your in your suffering can all suffer together so <laughs> and encourage each other together and it's <laughs> so encouraging you know, and encourage each other and care for each other and build that sisterhood that's really what it's for so um i i just i hope you guys follow and just find a space and a community that kind of fits what you need and make sure because um, Black Girl Feels Brunch is going to come back. Yay. So I want to see all of you that it will be on Two Black Women. You can, you will be able to subscribe. But guys, there's going to be so many great things that Black Girl Feels and Two Black Women are going to do together. Yes. So keep your ears pierced. So I just want you guys to know that I am thinking about you, loving on you, and praying for you. We both are. Yes. And we want you to have an amazing week. And a little tidbit <laughs> she's gonna be back next week hey <laughs> and so stay tuned we will tell you what the topic is but it's everyone's favorite topic but I'm favorite not topic. going to tell you right now <laughs> okay bye guys take care Mwah.